Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Well, I believe that we have finished the parables. Everybody's shouting, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. But it was a good time. A lot to continue to learn and glean from uh, just the way that the Lord Jesus Christ taught in parables. Uh, I want us to go into a different place today, a place that I think will be uh, highly beneficial for us, honestly. This is a passage of Scripture that I, I've gone to many, many times uh, for different things, particularly in relationship to worship, because it tells an interesting story about that. And uh, But that's not where I'm really going to put emphasis this time in going through it. I mention it all the time in our times together. And, you know, really there's probably, I don't know, what, dozen, 15, 20 Scripture passages probably in the life of each believer that you uh, constantly, constantly go to and rest upon and think about and reflect upon. And this right here is one of them in the days that we live in right now. And so you're saying, where in the world is this? Well, it's in Second Chronicles chapter 20. You know, a lot of folks will go, whoa, Second Chronicles, that's over in the Old Testament. Yep. As a matter of fact, that's in the part that's chronicling what was going on. And sadly, many, 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 many uh, believe that it's not worth the time to even look into the Old Testament. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to Exodus 20 maybe, about the Ten Commandments. Yeah, yeah, we'll read the Psalms and the Proverbs. But uh, And, you know, we know that... Uh, the writers of the New Testament, the Lord himself, quoted a lot of Genesis and the Psalms and the Proverbs and the Prophets. And so we know that, but we really don't spend time ourselves in it. And so this chapter, it recounts an amazing thing. And we're going to look at it the next few episodes. Like I said, I think it is for such a time as this. As a matter of fact, what day is today? Today is January the 15th, uh, 2021. I don't know what's going to be happening the next week, but I think some stuff is going to be happening. I can sit here and regale you of what I think it might be, but so what? You know, I could be right, I could be wrong. But I do know this, that what is spoken in this chapter right here shows us what to do in these types of times. Okay, we're going to see part of it right now. So here we go, Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1. Now it came about after this, <laughs> let me stop there for a second, after what? Everything else he's been saying, right? And obviously we don't have time to go back to that. But it came about after this, I'll continue, that the sons of Moab and the sons of Ammon, together with some of the Meunites, came to make war against Jehoshaphat. So Jehoshaphat is king. And he has these three groups of people that are gathering together against him. And all of them have a long history with Israel. As a matter of fact, we're going to learn something about that in this chapter itself later on. But they're gathering together. Verse 2. Then some came and reported to, to Jehoshaphat, saying this. So people know that they're there. And people come and say, hey, something's going on here. Now, Jehoshaphat is a good king. His name actually means Jehovah has judged. <laughs> well, now you got these three armies gathering together against Jehovah has judged, right? So a report comes to Jehoshaphat. Verse 2. And the report said... A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, out of Aramis, out of Edom. And behold, they are in Hazazan Tamar, that is the Engedi. 
So he's uh, getting feedback and reports from the spies that you would keep upon the land to keep an eye on what's happening in the lookouts, right? He's getting report that there's three people that have had enmity with the people of the Lord through the years, and they're gathering together. So I wonder what Jehoshaphat's response was to that. Hmm, I wonder what our response would be. Think about that for a moment. You know, what would you do? Well, the word actually tells us what Jehoshaphat did. Verse 3, Jehoshaphat was afraid. Well, there you go. He's just as human as any of the rest of us, right? He was afraid. Well, why was he afraid? Because there's an enemy coming against him. There's things that are happening that he can't control. And let me see. We won't see it today, but we'll see it in the next episode that he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. And that's not that unusual. Uh, all of us don't know what to do from time to time. What's unusual about the way Jehoshaphat handled it is that he declared that before God and before his people and himself. And it's highly unusual for that to happen. So verse 3, Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout Judah. So what did he do when he was afraid? Did he run? Did he complain? Did he rally the army? Did he start yelling and screaming at his people and all this kind of stuff? No. In his fear, he turned his attention to seek the Lord. Folks, that's what we are to do. In those times when fear would project itself upon us, when things come against us, when we don't understand, what are we to do? We're to turn our attention to the Lord. So he turned his attention to the Lord, but he didn't stop there. He proclaimed a fast <coughs> throughout all Judah. Now that turned his attention toward the Lord. Um, the Hebrew actually gets the idea that he set his face toward the Lord. He turned to seek the Lord, and then he called for all of Judah to do likewise. Verse 4, so Judah gathered together to seek help from the Lord. They even came from all the cities of Judah to seek the Lord. So this is something that took a period of time, it took a period of days if it came from all the cities. Now, Judah's not huge, okay? But they're coming from all the cities. It would have taken some travel time right here to gather together to seek the Lord. Why were they seeking the Lord? Because an enemy was afoot. Why were they seeking the Lord? Because the king was afraid, and the king set his face to seek the Lord, and he proclaimed the fast throughout all of Judah, which is uh, would have been like a kingly command and dumb man that everybody set your face toward the Lord and fast and let's seek the Lord and see what he does. And that's what he tells us in verse 4. Judah gathered together to seek help from the Lord. In the days in which we live, folks, we need to seek help from the Lord. Some people are fearful, and <clears throat> that's somewhat understandable. But remember what the Scripture says throughout the Scripture. Boy, this chapter right here is a big example of it. Do not fear. Do not be dismayed. As a matter of fact, what you're going to find out in this chapter is that the Lord tells them, hey, the battle is not yours. The battle is mine. <clears throat> and that which is bringing fear upon us right now uh, whether it be within the spirit realm, which all these things are, or the political realm or whatever's happening in the natural, it is already defeated, folks. It's already defeated. So fear not. 
Uh, if you want to, I know some of you will probably do this. Go ahead and read that 20th chapter. See what the Lord says to you, okay? And rejoice in it because, folks, it is very, very, dare I say, very good. <laughs> well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.